Hello, I'm Karishma Hasnath, Special Correspondent with The Print, and I cover the Northeast. Today, I bring you the podcast version of my story on Chin families screaming into Mizoram, a tale of hope and fear at the refugee camps near the Indo-Myanmar border. Leaving behind her burning home in Thantlang town of Myanmar's Chin state, Tial Tin Sung and her family fled across the border into Mizoram 18 months ago. The few belongings the family of six could save were slung over two hired motorcycles and hauled across the jungle paths to safety. Tin Sung recalls, and I quote, We had no food, clothes, or beddings. End quote. Even the church she served at as a pastor was set on fire. Local residents in the Mizoram village of Vapai in Champai district, about 260 kilometers from Aizol, have been helping the growing tide of refugees arriving into India, moved by ethnic and kin ties across the border, as well as human compassion. The villagers support us wholeheartedly. Tinsung says, quote unquote, The villagers support us wholeheartedly, sending us rice, tea and even sanitary pads. Tinsung says, The mother of three, along with her husband, have opened a small store where they sell dry fish, coffee and instant noodles. A relative living overseas helps with the rent of their small home at Vaphai village. Every month, Tinsung heads back across the border to hold Bible study sessions at a Chin National Front Run insurgent camp in Camp Victoria. The camp was bombed by the Myanmar Air Force last month, but that hasn't scared the pastor. She's also planning to teach crafts to the refugee women at Zolse village in Champai district, where family members of the CNF have taken refuge. Quote-unquote, All the men are fighting for the country. I cannot support them financially, but we will do whatever is required, she says. The Indian government is concerned that the growing tide of ethnic Chin refugees may bring the war in Myanmar with them. But Mizos feel obliged to provide refuge. Champai District Commissioner James Lalrin Chana says, and I quote, In Mizo culture or tradition, either we grow hungry or eat together. End quote. Ever since last month's airstrikes on insurgents along the Tiao River, which forms the boundary between India and Myanmar in this region, refugees have been streaming into Champai. The numbers add to the 30,400 refugees the government says have come in. A large number of refugees district authorities say, are living with their kin in Champai and many others have rented homes or are living in temporary accommodation. The countryside trail in Champai leads to the last Indian border town of Tsokhathar, three kilometer from Rehdil Lake in Chin State. While rest of Champai district appears calm, this Indo-Myanmar trading hub is colourful and noisy. People on either side of the border drive Kenbo KB125 motorcycles on dusty mountain roads. Manufactured by China, the 125cc model is preferred by commuters to carry heavy loads up the hilly tracks in border villages. While they are in high demand in Myanmar, the motorcycles are illegally sold in the Indian black market for around Rs 30 to 40,000. On the Myanmar side, a few shops remained half-closed when I visited on 17 January. The owner of a liquor shop was hurriedly dealing with customers after reports of firing between Myanmar Army and cadres of Chinlin Defence Force, or the CDF, and its allied group near Hamai village in Myanmar. Zohathar has witnessed several such scenes since the coup in the neighbouring country two years ago. The shops on the Indian side, selling garments, foreign liquor, footwear and groceries, stayed open. At a safe distance from the commotion was the main refugee camp of Zohathar. Children played in the sandy field and some were learning how to ride a motorcycle. Data collected by the district administration till 21 January shows there are 2,955 Myanmar refugees at Zohathor, 
701 living in 11 relief camps spread across the village, while 2,254 are living outside the camps. Among the displaced people are 922 females and 1,119 children below the age of 18. The Young Mizo Association or the YMA volunteers and the village level committee on Myanmar refugees have been providing food and other assistance to the refugees lodged at the Zokhathor temporary field camp. About 110 families, comprising more than 500 people, live in makeshift huts at this camp. There are 64 children here alone. About six months ago, a refugee couple living at Zokhathor camp were blessed with a baby girl born at the Champai Civil Hospital. Her parents hailed from a Zob village near the border and had entered India in April 2021. About 5 to 10 babies have been born at the Zokhathor field camp in past few months. Regarding the method of determination for a newborn's nationality, the Champai district administration said that children born to shelter inmates would not be registered under the Indian government, but their birth certificates would record their names and family addresses in Myanmar. Among the 10 pregnant women in the camp, five will soon be first-time mothers. 20-year-old Laldin Mavi says they want an awareness camp for pregnant women and lactating mothers, proper diet, clean toilets, baby products and a childcare facility. Zanemin, 39 years old, has conceived for the seventh time. She crossed the border along with her husband two months ago from Minla village in Sagaing division. The day the print visited, her hemoglobin was low. and she was administered a dose of glucose for recovery. She says, and I quote, I have been eating only rice, dal and vegetables and some vitamins provided by the doctor. I want to eat healthy food and some fruits, but I don't have the money. End quote. She also says that Chin Health Organization sometimes organizes free medical camps where they are given necessary medicine. Quote, end quote. We are satisfied and happy because local villagers are kind to us. But we need water supply, food and healthcare. There is not sufficient water during summer, end quote. Camp caretaker Chanping says he's 59 years old and was a shopkeeper at Tahan in Myanmar's Sagaing region. He hopes to return home one day. Champai District Commissioner James Lauren Chana says the Tiao River turns muddy in the monsoon, quote end quote. Last year, we had to find ways to bring fresh water from the mountain and filter it for use. There can't be sufficiency as the host population is also suffering from scarcity of drinking water, he says. The men in the refugee camps have started working as daily laborers. Some are engaged as carpenters and masons, others do farming in fields owned by locals, and a few others ply motorbike carriers for transportation. The children from Myanmar have been attending school in Mizoram. Those who get admitted in government schools are only required to pay for their uniform. Some who can afford to pay fees go to private schools. In May last year, a few young professionals from Chin State set up the Lailun Medical Center at Zokhathor that opens five days a week. The group is working in collaboration with the Chin Baptist Association North America and the Mizo Students Union or the MSU. The clinic is run by Chin volunteers, including a doctor, nurse and a midwife. Joy Sui, a 31-year-old volunteer, says, and I quote, On a daily basis, about 12 to 15 patients visit the clinic every day from Zohathor and Champai towns in India and Tiao, Myanmar. Lucy Mawi, Director of Institute of Chin Affairs, Health and Education Department, asserts the refugees want medicine, healthcare, food and education. She says, and I quote, Last year in April, I saw a pregnant lady, already nine months old, not being able to see a doctor because she didn't have money. 
I found many children at the camp having fever, but they too could not afford to see the doctor. It is then when we decided to start this clinic. End quote. The Champai administration plans to set up a medical clinic at Sohathor with the intervention of NGOs such as Doctors Without Borders. Lauren Chana explains, and I quote, We have liaised with the district hospital and Zora Medical College to cater to the needs of pregnant women. We cannot deny medical assistance to anyone. End quote. The flow of goods, money, people and information into each other's territories has always existed in mountainous borderlands. With the heavy influx of refugees from Myanmar, there has been a disruption of trade flow between the two countries and rise in cross-border smuggling of weapons, narcotics and contraband. The Champai District Commissioner says, and I quote, Our main concern is the movement of drugs. There has been an increase in smuggling activities recently, end quote. Between 2021 and 2023, anti-smuggling operations by state police, the Assam Rifles and the Department of Excise and Narcotics resulted in record drug hauls in Mizoram. In data provided by security forces, narcotics worth Rs 463.35 crore were seized from different parts of the state in the past three years. Last year, narcotics worth Rs 353 crore were confiscated, while consignments worth Rs 19.35 crore were seized till 19 January this year. Around 274 Indians and 59 Myanmaris were apprehended on charges of smuggling since 2021, according to defence sources. While 42 individuals from Myanmar were held last year, nine others were arrested till January this year. India and Myanmar have a free movement regime, or the FMR that allows people living along the border to travel 16 km into each other's territory without a visa. Both sides of the border have been connected for centuries by well-maintained trade routes. India shares a 510-kilometer-long border with Myanmar in Mizoram, which remains a viable option for smugglers and traffickers at many parts. The unhindered movement in these portions has escalated cross-border smuggling. There are more than 50 crossing points throughout the border manned by the paramilitary force of Assam Rifles, and maximum seizures have been made in Champai district. On 26 January, a barbed wire's report highlighted how the Myanmar Opium Survey 2022 by the UN Office on Drugs and Crime, or the UNODC, has found that poppy cultivation in Myanmar increased by an estimated 33% compared to the previous season. The survey was carried out in four states of Shan, Kachin, Kaya and Chin, of which Shan showed the highest jump in total poppy cultivation from 2021 to 2022, 39%, and Chin registered a spike of 14%. The report suggests there was no wide-scale opium cultivation in Chin state before the 2021 coup. Mizoram Students Union General Secretary Samuel Zoram Thanpuya says, and I quote, we care for our Chin brothers, but any movement of arms or other substances that can hamper the peaceful coexistence between people is not welcomed. We stand for the protection and preservation of peace in Mizoram. End quote. Samuel says, while dispelling the fear of anything untoward in this part of the border. We will keep bringing in more updates on this issue. Tune in to the print pod every day for news, views and analysis and more stories from the Northeast. Do subscribe to the print. 